I'm Lori Cheek of Cheeked, and you're listening to the Mike Sappho Podcast. Dating in New York City is so fucking simple. Why would this person start an app? Anyway, we're going to find out. What's up, Lori? Hey, how are you? Very good. We're joined today by a mutual friend, Simba. How are you? How are you guys? Hi, Simba. Hello. Lori, what is your connection to Simba that made him so excited to have you on the show? I got around 10 text messages. I'm not saying he was <laughs> drinking, but it's like, Michael, Google this girl. Look her up. We have her on the podcast. So who are you that Simba is so fascinated with you? I'm somebody on Google, apparently. But Appar- and a- YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube sensation. I'm a major Wildcat fan, so I met Simba at Jack Dempsey's watching a Kentucky game about a month and a half ago. Joined the club. That's how I met Simba. Oh, That's nice. how li- our lifelong friendship started here two years ago. Literally. Yes. True Are you story. a Kentucky fan? The biggest you've ever met in your life. No way. Yeah. The, born yes. in, the biggest Kentucky fan you'll ever meet in your Where life. Where are you from? A few blocks away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really am. I mean, live and die. Mike Mike is literally the most diehard Kentucky fan who's not from Kentucky or had like zero connections to Kentucky besides just watching them on TV. What about that other guy that comes with the bandanas every weekend? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no comparison. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's actually, I'm embarrassed by my obsession with Kentucky. I really am. I'm a, embarrassed by how I act, how I... It ruins my life. It ruins like my relationships. It's it really. I'm serious. I love him so much, though. Can you speak Kentucky? Come on, y'all. <laughs> you grew up in Kentucky. Yeah. How long have you been in New York for? Twenty-one years. And you still got the Kentucky twang going. I do. I I don't know. I talk to my parents every day on the phone, so I think that keeps it fresh. So when I googled you, and everything on the internet's true, so obviously everything I found on you on Google's true. I heard you were making bank as an architect, and then you quit your job to start what? To start a dating app. Why? <laughs> I had a light bulb idea about 10 years ago now, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it was not to have an online presence for dating, but to help singles make connections in the real world, because that's what I think is missing nowadays with everybody on their phones and technology. We're, we're losing this uh, real life connection. It's 100% right, because I was on every dating app ever. Now, my girlfriend's here, so I've been out of the game now for 18 months. I'm not even allowed to Google a dating app. <laughs> but I was on, uh, no, but I was on okay, Cupid, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, Bumble. I was on everything. And the one thing that it lacked is you can be texting with someone for a couple of days. I'm like, this is the funniest person ever. She's quick. With, and then you meet them socially. It's like, oh, my God, no social skills. She's a good angler with the picture. And you have no feeling of how they are in the real world. So what made your product take off basically before shark tank before we talk about that what was your brilliant idea your light bulb idea like you said so i was out to dinner with a guy one night and he slipped a business card to a woman and he'd written on the back of it when i have dinner and they went on a date and i left with this idea about how to take the business out of a business card and make these paper introductions for dating that didn't have any personal information so you could slip a stranger a card that says you've been cheeked and on the other side it had a pickup line and a code so once you handed that to somebody they could type in the code and find your profile online so it was like online dating but backwards so it started in the real world and And then it went right to online right which everyone feels more comfortable with anyway yes but it avoided these awkward introductions like my friend when he handed that card he just slipped it to her and walked off and that was it and they they met up later. Oh, they went on the date. Yeah. Will you want to date with this guy? No. Okay. okay. Architecture colleague. Okay. Hans- handsome guy, though. But he, no sparks between no, you no, guys. Because no, no. the whole aspect of it, so I actually YouTubed you. So, of course, everything on YouTube is true. And I saw your appearance on Shark Tank. Now, I never watched Shark Tank, but I've heard of the story. 
and I'm talking to you now. You were a different person on Shark Tank. Was it intimidating walking out on the stage of Shark Tank? I have never been more terrified in my life. And I'm pretty brave. I've taken lots of risks. I've done a lot of crazy things. But there was something about that hallway that just freaked me out. Now, is it dramatic? Because everyone in the world besides me, I think, watches the show. So when you open the door, is it a dramatic setting? Do they set you up to be nervous when you're walking out there? I think so. And then once you're out there, you're standing in front of them all and you have this silence, like this old Western (laughs) stare-off that seems like two straight minutes. So then you're just... You're expecting a tumbleweed to just roll by you before you talk. (laughs) And then you get even more freaked out. And I remember my heart was beating in my throat and I thought I wasn't going to be able to speak. I'd practiced my pitch 17 million times. I could do it in my sleep. And I had all this energy every time I did it. But when it was time for me to go, I turned into a robot. I was going to say, you were very robotic on it. Like, if you see that, and I'm like, this isn't a girl. Because other times you've done interviews or something, you're laid back, chick, hanging out. But in front of them, you were... I was paralyzed. Yeah, you you were. I mean, I was lucky the, the pitch came out because you've got one shot. And if I mess that up, you're off. You don't have a chance to go on the show. At what point during the Shark Tank interview did you know, like, fuck? This, this is not good. Was there a part? You could be out. We're honest with each other. Well, when Kevin O'Leary started telling me to take my business behind a barn and shoot it like a rabid dog, okay. I wasn't listening to him. When he started that story, I remember telling myself, do not pay attention to this because you're just going to fail after hearing this. So I, I checked out and then I realized, oh my God, I'm on national television. I've got to tune back in. And um, I knew things were going to go badly at that point. But I still thought one of them might see the spark in my passion and my hustle and my just vision. And they might invest in me for that. So I held on till the end just thinking maybe, maybe. Negative results. Yeah. <laughs> but now when, you, when you, you leave Shark Tank and everyone who's talked about Shark Tank said even if they don't buy it, you're still getting so much exposure by X million of people listening. And you had a huge bump and spike in your actual app, right? That failure on that show was so life-altering for me in the most positive way you can't even imagine and i mean they say that spot is worth eight million ad dollars it's like being a commercial in the super bowl yeah exactly so now describe your app to me again i want the full sell me on the app okay so we now, had Ju- the, we Julie, had i'm those... not going to use the app i just want to know how the app works we had those cards before And then after the Shark Tank, I had a partner that had come on board. He'd bought out my old partners, and we sat down right after the show aired because there was, like, this really gloomy cloud above me after that episode aired. And I felt like I was walking down the street, and everybody was like, oh, that poor girl. I mean, I don't know if they'd seen it or not, but I just felt like everybody was looking at me. All eyes were on you. Yeah, Um, because so many people do watch that show. But we... um, sat down with some developers and talked about how to take that cloud away to rebrand and rebuild the whole business with my initial idea. So now instead of slipping those cards to people, we've got a Bluetooth app that connects people in a room or a subway or a plane. It doesn't require Wi-Fi or cell signal. Um, It'll just find other users that are actually at the bar with you in the gym, running by you on the West Side Highway in your morning jog. So, you know, those people that you see all the time that you never know, are they straight, single, gay, looking to date or anything it just sort of first of all let's alert you that they're single and second of all gives you a chance to break the ice in the room either via the app or you know they're single and you can literally walk up to them and say like i know your favorite song or so now because now because in tinder what you would do is after a late night of drinking you would go on tinder and lower it down to less than one mile no that's what people <laughs> would do that's what i heard people would do and you would go like that's what i heard simba less than one mile and you would just swipe so now because i want to now 
so you have the Bluetooth or you have the app, and it says like, okay, this person's within two blocks. Feet. Oh, really? No, so that if you get an alert that someone is on the app, mm-hmm. that means they're right there. So it means look up off your phone because the love of your life could be sitting right next to you or behind you or somewhere in the room. So you have a chance to, to say hey. Oh, that's pretty cool. And how's the app subscribing going? Is it like you guys have a lot of subscribers? Yeah, and you know what? The beauty of that Shark Tank show is it reruns all the time because my episode is so epic Okay. that people all over the world download that app as soon as that show re-airs every single time. And I'm a narcissist, so I want to see every time I get a download. So when people download, do you know that you're getting a download or do you check? Like, I oh, check. What, I get a weekly update. Okay, that's but, what I get. I mean, our, our Google analytics are going nuts every time that show airs. I mean, up to 10,000 people on reruns are hitting our website. And how many states, countries are you in right now? We're everywhere. Really? Yeah. And you were in the New York Post also, right? I mean, I've been in everything. You name it. I've, I've been in it. Really? Yeah. Everywhere? Yeah. And you love just promoting it? <laughs> and you love the whole idea of it? I mean, although we are up against Match.com and these other billion-dollar empires, I mean, we're a very small team of two people. So. Um, Do you have a home base? We're virtual. That's actually, I'm really interested in this because when Simba tells me you got to have her on, Google her. This would, after 10 text <laughs> messages, and then he sends me a picture with you with, KBB on your boot. I'm like, Simba, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> jump on, Simba. Talk for a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, she'll be perfect for this because she's laid back, super easy. And I Googled like a picture from last week when we were like hanging out and chugging some KBBs. I had two glasses of KBB oh, on, she, my, oh my gosh. on the she bottom was, of she my toy, she Half of that keg wasn't only like, it was... <laughs> Definitely, Laurie. Well, I, I didn't. First of all, back to KBB. I didn't know how dangerous it was until I met Simba. I met him uh, <laughs> like two years ago here for a Christmas party, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the biggest Kentucky fan." We're just talking. He goes, "Try this KBB." I said, oh, "Okay." So I have one. He goes, "Very slow." I'm like, "All right, Simba." Five or six. <laughs> down the stairs. I didn't know. Then he's like, as I'm on the bottom of the stairs, it is 8.6 percent. <laughs> Thanks, Simba, for letting me know the alcohol content. Wait, I, want, <laughs> I need for the record say I only drank one of those, but I was yeah, balancing yeah, two of them on the bottom of my shoe. That is true. Because I thought two was more impressive balancing <laughs> two. It was actually my idea to put the second one on. The so I'm like, well, Simba, what am I going to interview this person about? She's doing a split. He's like, oh no, she's a real person. Just Google her. I said, oh, oh, okay, Simba. She actually has. Okay, she has a website. I know who you. He promoted you zero. Google her. That's all he said. Google her. She has KBB on her. I, I pay him in Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. <laughs> now, every story you go on, like you see the Match.com commercials and stuff with the six sex stories. Have you guys have any horror stories? I don't know of one single horror story. Really? To date. And Simba's on the app and you have no horror stories? Not yet. Really? None? There's time. There's the whole future ahead of us. Have you guys Even had like time. a pop-up party yet? Because th- that was always a cool thing. I was, I was going to try to promote for you guys. Yeah, we have we have parties. We have events okay. where everybody has to have the app when they come in. And then they're like, the first time when we launched the app, we had a party at the Brooklyn Brewery and had 200 people show up. And when they were in line getting ready to come in the event, when I showed up, every the, my phone was going nuts. I mean, I, start, I got really teary-eyed when this happened because it was the first time I'd ever seen the app work like that. Mm-hmm. And that meant everybody in the room, 200 people, and were your baby. connecting with each other. Yeah. So it was like a success. I saw it working. And any, because you've been doing that for a while, any regrets from leaving the whole architect field? Not at all. You know, and now that I've been gone for seven, eight years, there's there's no turning back. I mean, I'm an architect 
always, but I can't ever go back to that life. I'm an entrepreneur, 100%. And you had a gangster line in one of your things. What was it you uh, used to build? Now you build relationships. What is oh. it? That was, a, that was a power line. I'm an architect no longer building structures. I'm now building relationships. <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> I, that was the first thing I read when I looked you up. That was pretty badass. Yeah, I came up with that. Okay, so Twitter, Facebook. Give me the full plug. Uh, my handles? Everything, yeah. Oh, so yeah. So Twitter, I'm Lori Cheek NYC, and we're cheeked on pretty much everything else, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, all the good stuff. Now, you don't do the cards aspect at all anymore? No, and um, <clears throat> I want to bring those back one day, but, you know, it's just we, we tried it out, and the world didn't adapt to that. Oh, so the, the card thing wasn't as popular? Because I felt they had such a had good potential, especially in New York. I just, I mean, I am in love with the idea. You know, that was my invention. I have a patent on it. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got a million of those cards in my storage facility in Brooklyn. And the catchphrase was cute on them. Yeah. Did you, Simi, have you ever seen any of the catchphrases? Catchphrase. What was it? It was like, let's well, get One of my favorite ones was uh, I just put all my drinks on your tab so you could hand that to someone as you're leaving the bar. And hopefully they had a sense of humor when, <laughs> when you walked away. And, and there was a good one, like something like... Uh, Let's be normal now. Oh, act natural. We can get awkward later. And how did it work? Because now, because I loved it. I didn't even know you had the Bluetooth app portion of it. I thought it was just the cards. So you hand someone a, a card, a cheeked card, and you turn it over, and there's like a, a long digit code. Now, one, that's good promotion because now I'm like, what the fuck is this mm -hmm. cheeked thing? I'm going to go home, Google, cheeked. Well, I'll sign up because I want to see why this hot chick just gave me a card. You get it? And then her profile comes right up. You know, the other cool thing about it, unlike every other dating app that requires a huge community of users, this could be just one person on the website handing these cards out. And I could go to Shanghai and hand somebody a card. They don't have to be on it. They would find me. So that was another really cool thing about it. And it worked lo-fi, so you didn't have any kind of tech requirements. So I think you should go back to a little bit with the cards. I thought that was a real personal thing. And, like, intimate, too. Eventually. We just got to get this... Uh, this app moving forward and then down the road I'm going to bring those cards back one day but you know we also just launched a networking app called networked.io that's the website and it's a professional networking app that connects people in expos or conventions in a similar way so it's like LinkedIn but in real time and now I'm going to ask like generic questions I actually it's not like prepared questions I'm curious you mentioned running on the west side highway you and I run, run past each other but I'm going to get a beep that I was just in contact with you Ten minutes later, I can still message you, or yeah, really, yeah. So knowing that we okay, we cr cross paths yes. somewhere. I message you. I mean, you, I know you have the app. I have the app. Yes. We were just in the same place, so obviously we've probably seen each other before. Right. And then when you go that, is your picture up already? Like you know who the person is? Yeah. Oh, so that's you pretty see cool. A profile, and then you can, if you like each other, you have to press the get cheeky button, okay. and then you can start the conversation. And when you do that, you unlock some more information about that person as well. Do you love the last name's Cheek, so you can make the whole Cheek it movement? Was, it was a pain in the cheeks growing up, but um, <laughs> yeah, my my best friend and cousin when I was younger is Ronnie Cheek, and I'm Lori Cheek. And when we were walking down the hallway, everybody would be like, "You're on the wrong side. She's left butt, or I was left butt cheek, and she was right butt cheek." <laughs> So, I don't know. It was not that fun growing up with that name, but it's come in handy, and it's it's changed my whole life. Grew up in Kentucky? Yep. Small town? Tiny. 2,000 people outside of Louisville. I only know Louisville and Lexington, and I go down there a lot. I love it. I went to UK, so okay. I was living in Lexington for a while. And why'd you just come to Jack Dempsey's two months ago for the first time? Oh, I've been here. Oh, you just met years. Simba for the yeah. first time. Yeah. How is that possible? 
he, he lives here. His residency is here. <laughs> it was the first time I'd come this season mm. for one of the first games, and I think I skipped all of last year for some reason. Um, but I was I was up in the neighborhood, and my mom's like, well, that bar's near where you are right now. Why don't you go watch the game there? I'm like, good idea, Mom. Are you a big basketball fan to begin Huge. with? Huge. Really? Yeah, I graduated the year <laughs> that we won the NCAA tournament. Down New Orleans? Uh I don't remember where it was, but it was in 96. Oh, you're 90. Oh, I didn't know you were that old. I tried yeah. to give you props. I know. I look good. Well, the 96 team, <laughs> coincidentally, you know who's coming on my show Monday night? Tony Delk. Really? Yes. Number double zero is coming on my show. In here? No. We've, you know, we've had a lot of 96 guys. We've had yeah. Derek Anderson, uh, Tony Delk, 98 team. Cameron Mills comes on Cam. too much. She's Cam. Yeah, no. Cameron comes on too much. <laughs> um, Steve Masiello. Who else have we had? Ramel Bradley comes on. We had a lot of... Kentucky guys, come on! That's what do you feel impressive. about what do you feel about the CS team this year? Um, you know, it's weird. I haven't really grown to love these guys yet, it's, and, and I don't even really know their characters or anything. Someone made a good point. I forgot who said it. It might have been Drew Franklin from KSL when he was up here. He said he thinks the reason that people don't love this Kentucky team yet is because we, we kind of know most of them coming back next year. Maybe we feel like when it's Anthony Davis and Kid Gilchrist, John, we have to love John Wall because he's leaving and. Six months. We have to love Call Towns. Okay, we like Kevin Knox. He's probably gone, but everyone else might be here. <laughs> but it's weird because we're twelve and two, and yet no one's in love with this team like the other teams. They can't miss basketball. Now it's like, all right, Kentucky's on. Let's hope we win. Right. It's, it's a weird feeling this year. I didn't realize that psychology behind it, but you might be onto something. <laughs> am I? Because if I am, I'm going to edit out Drew Franklin's name and say that I <laughs> think the reason that people aren't falling. Mike Safo would say this. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> rewind it, Mike Safo. So what I think is, um, <laughs> no, but I, I, you know what? I love this team. And like we have two huge games coming up against Tennessee and Texas A&M. Oh, yeah, and yet it's not like, I don't know, I feel like it's not much must-watch TV right now, and that's weird for Kentucky. Well, it, for me, it's on late tomorrow night, and it's on the SEC Network, which I don't have, which means... How I don't you have it? At, at home? Are yeah. you really from Kentucky? I don't know. I would just, I, 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 you have to question somebody. Like, you I've got a like sports bar down South. the street from where I live, and they've got SEC. Where do you live? What neighborhood? So we don't. Lower East. You like living in the lower side? I love it, yeah. I call it the Lori Cheek side. Oh, you're just using that name for everything. Okay, I see where the puns are going. I got you really bad. So, so now let's interview Simba. Simba, you're on the app? Yes, I'm on the app. Actually, this is uh, one of the things I liked about like uh, Lori when I first met her was uh, she was like, we started talking and uh, actually, what's his name? Um, with a bandana. Oh, I don't know Sam? his name. Is that no, Sam? No, no. Robin, Somebody like Robin's our, boyfriend. Her name's Robin. He's uh, holy shit! I can't believe I forgot all of this. By the way, we have to edit. Simba, you're in your second beer, Simba. You have, to, <laughs> you have to edit all of this off. Okay, I will, Simba. But anyways, uh, Nathan. Yes. yes. Nathan, actually, like you have to edit all that. Nathan <laughs> introduced me to uh, Laurie and said she uh, she has a dating app, and I was like, ah, who needs a dating app when you can talk to people like in person? That's what I say to her mm-hmm. because, like, I'm a big fan of like doing things in person. You're an old school guy. Yeah. You really are. I am. Like the bar scene, I want to like move around the bar, like for. I'm like, you know, get and to m- see them face to face. And your personality face-to-face. sells them, but let's be honest, face to face interaction is very important. So when they when she told me a little bit about like hair app, I was like, oh, that is very different. But not everybody's like you either. Yeah. And you can't see everybody in the room upstairs when there's a game. So that might be... And usually Simba's laying on the floor. <laughs> so, Lori, so that, that's a little bit of an issue. And you want to know... Wh- Go ahead, Simba. No, no, I was going to say, like, my bed is actually, like, on the first floor. <laughs> so how convenient, ladies. 
<laughs> like whenever I want to take a nap or sleep <laughs> on the week. And, and back to you up, and I'm not kissing your ass either because Simba's like, because we have like really cool guests that come on and just kick it. And Simba's like, she has a dating app. And I swear, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, no. And Lori, I'm going to be honest. And I'm like, all right, we'll do it, Simba. And I'm like, why am I getting... Every dating app's the same. You're gonna swipe right and swipe left. So when I Googled, I swear I was really into the business card aspect because I'm like a, I have like a big personality, and I always felt like it's cool. Like, hey, I walk up to a girl. Hey, how? Once you say something to him at the bar, now you're like, oh my god, a girl, a guy's talking to a girl because no one talks to anybody right. in the bar. You'll be at the bar and there's 40 people swiping. It's like, dude, I'm right next to you. Like, yeah. swipe to me I've in seen real it life. A million times. Yeah. So the card aspect, I I felt if I was single, it would I would have crushed it. I'm like, hey, I'm like. And I would wait, like, you'd do it, like, really, really sneaky. Like, I'm getting off the train. I'm like, hey, you're super pretty. Just here, here. I'm like, what? Just, and you leave. And w- once they get it, I don't care. And this has to help your thing. And I don't know if this part was part of the production aspect. When you see the card, if anyone in the world gives me a cheeked card, I'm like, cheeked. The first thing you're doing is Googling it. Boom, there's another hit for your site. You know, it was a, it was a great marketing tool like that. And, you know, I was handing those cards out to absolutely everybody. And if you go on our Facebook page, <laughs> I handed them to 76 celebrities, and I would post them every time I handed one to somebody. Okay, give me a few. So, like, um, Richard Branson. I gave him the one that said, didn't you used to work for me? Um, Jeremy Piven, Uma Thurman. I gave her the one that said, I just put all my drinks on your tab. But I was handing them to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I was standing on street corners handing them, like, dry cleaning flyers. And you know what sucks on that? Simba, she would hand me a card. I'm like, oh, this girl wants me. And then you would, just, meanwhile, you were just fucking promoting it. That was probably. I was, but. You were a card tease. You know, you but if people wrote me a message on the website, I would chat with them. And I'd take a look at them because they'd have to set up a profile, too to chat mm-hmm. um, I went out with a lot of people from handing those cards really? out and to this day I'm friends with so many guys and girls from handing those cards out any success stories for you with the card like anything come out of it or well I got engaged for a little while okay that's success yeah but the guy that I was engaged to wanted my business to fail so I could spend more time with him because like I'm hardcore so, so he, ha- he had you back that was good he supported your goals and dreams yeah exactly <laughs> He flew out to film the Shark Tank with me. And even after the Shark Tank aired, I remember he's an actor. Mm -hmm. And he was on the Cialis commercials when my Shark Tank aired. No, really? uh (laughs) So we were walking down the street. That's really ironic, isn't it? Sort of, yeah. But I wasn't the one wanting to get all this fame from television. Mm -hmm. But we'd be walking down the street and people would be like, you're that girl from TV. And he he would almost start standing behind me. Oh, that's not yeah. good. Anyway, that was the beginning of the end. Okay, but we'll pause it. Success. You got engaged from this. That was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so now with the app itself, what other promotion do you do besides waiting for the Shark Tank? Like, what Are you doing like active promotion? I'm curious. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I go around the world speaking. Um, I'm always doing guerrilla marketing around the streets. I don't know if you Googled me. You can see I have sidewalk chalk and take yes, these cards everywhere all over New York City. Um, I tape them to the bathroom, of, uh, I mean, to the back of bathroom stalls whenever I'm in the bathroom, so whoever's in there next will see these. Such, you have real passion for this. Yes. Not even, yeah. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. And it's cool now, the four big ones that I mentioned that I know, like just the eHarmony match, do you feel that there's a bump and have you met a lot of people that know your app? I mean, we, the interesting thing is we get mentioned with them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I said, they're multi-billion dollars. I live in a tiny apartment on the Lower East Side. That's all I got. Um, and the fact that you're even mentioned with them is mind-blowing. Uh, I, I like to pat myself on the back for that because I've 
I think I've made it seem a lot bigger than it actually is, and it's uh, my hardcore hustle. I like the. I really like the fact that you you were within thirty feet of that person, so you know the whole day. Like fuck, I, I just walked by somebody. I like that fact that it's, you, they were just there with you. Yeah. And the bar aspect, the uh, the plane. That's fuck. I'm really a fan of this. I'm never going to use it, Julia. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> now, Simba, have you had any success on it? Uh, no. You say no, not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, mainly because I've been in my apartment most of the time since I've like downloaded it. So like we got to get I, you to one of my parties yeah, where everybody I has. Yeah, my I last question. Out that much. I want to help Simba out with this because Simba's personality sells. This would be a perfect. The card thing is made for Simba. Simba's the card guy, handing the card out with his That's smile. Cool. Check this out. I'm in a rush. I gotta go. Hopefully, I hear from you. And Maybe like, we can rebuild a website where just Simba hands these cards out it. and it leads to Simba him. would crush it. Simba would. <laughs> Laura, you know Simba. His his personality is infectious. Imagine Simba walking around, just hand those cards out to everybody. We're I, doing it, Lori. I, I, I'm in. Lori, we're doing this. Can I ask you a couple more questions about yeah, Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah. After the show, did you meet any of the judges or it's no. not even like that? Oh, really? It is real. You walk in there, mm-hmm. they tear you apart, you walk out. And I remember I walked up to my producers after my episode and said, I hope this was bad enough for television because half those people that go out there and film it don't even get to air. Really? Well, half the people freak out, I'm sure, or mess up, and maybe there's not enough drama. I mean, it's a reality show. It's primetime television, so it's got to have some serious reality drama behind it, and mine mine did. Did you say, because I I never watched your episode. I watched a clip. There's like a one-minute clip of it. I tried to watch it like when I was walking here, but my hands were so cold. (laughs) You you didn't say the whole, you haven't seen the last of me. You'll see me again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when I walked off the stage, I said, trust you will all see me again. And I oh. pointed every single one of them and I walked off. But they cut that. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I, I found a little clip of it. I'm like, I was going to say, Lori, please don't. Be, you'll, you have, you've never seen the last. Yes, we did. We've never seen you again. <laughs> <laughs> and we never saw them again. But we have seen you. I'm really proud. Yeah. This is cool. Thank you. And you're based in New York. That's cool. Yeah. And now you're Kentucky. You have family and friends back in Kentucky. I was just there. I just got back last week for Christmas. That could have something to do with my accent still. I had a, Simmer had a four-pack of <laughs> KBB down there. <laughs> Simmer and I were just talking about going to Kentucky. I've never been to Keeneland. Oh, it's beautiful. So this April, we're doing Keeneland for the first time ever. I'm going to come with you. Please do. Yeah, and I've, I've been trying to tell Julia to come down. We're supposed to go to a basketball game. But I've been to so many of them. Yeah. And, again, I'm not, I love this team. I, every year I fall in love with the team. But I'm not like... In love with the right, team. Right, right. But I, I want to go to Keeneland, and I'm trying to get Julian into a little bit of horse racing, so I think Keeneland would be really, really cool to come down for the first time. Okay, by the way, yes. I have one of the biggest Kentucky Derby parties of anyone, but I bet you guys come here to Jack Dempsey. No, we Do don't. You? Well, last... I <coughs> have, like, uh, one year, but, like, I would like to uh, venture out for, like, because I'm here all the time, to be honest. Well, I actually yeah. don't come here for Kentucky Derby. Uh, two years ago... I forgot where I was. Two years ago, I was at a little small place by my apartment. And last year, we had um, my selfish cousin had like a 50th birthday party that we had to go to. So we were at Julia's house. We watched the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> it's over. And we had to jump in a cab and go to some party. Mm. Really, really selfish. But uh, So where's your party? Well, I've been having it at the uh, Gaslight in the Meatpacking District, mm-hmm. but it just closed. So I had it there for like eight years in a row. But this coming year will be my 15th annual, I think. Oh, wow. This is like big time. It's serious. It's like oh, yeah. I- I'm telling you, we'll come. I okay. promise you we're going to come. Everybody's in like seersucker suits, the big hats. Of all course. Nice. Yeah. Julia, big hat, you down? <laughs> Done. We'll be there. What'd you say? Do they have KBB? 
Uh, is it going to be KB? Well, no, it's, we have the mint. Uh, the mint. But wonder, maybe I should have it here. You know, no, I know no, they no. have one. Yeah, but like. Well, I'm going to pl- do your thing. I'll plug Jack Dempsey's 36 West 33rd Street, greatest bar in the world, because they let me do a <laughs> podcast from here. But you know, if you ever like, because they just have a thing here, if you legitimately wanted to, like, dude, yes. you would cr- four floors of crushing it. That's what you should do. Well, I charge, Actually, t- I charge tickets. Yeah, so that's we'll charge yeah. it, and, and the bar would make money too. Yeah. So everybody would make money on yeah. it. Let's do it. Okay. Do Yes, I'm all in. All right. Jack Dempsey's uh, Kentucky Derby this year. Done. Laurie's thing. First Saturday in May. First Saturday in May. All right, now let's do the one big time plug for Cheeked. Let's go. Plug it. Do my pitch? Yeah, do your pitch. So Cheeked is a way to meet singles in the real world via Bluetooth technology and the Cheeked app. You can download it on the iTunes store. C-H-E-E-K-D. Well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do the plug in the beginning because I was like, oh, then they hear your personality. Like, this chick is cool as shit. Let's see it with the plug again. But I'm, I'm really happy. I had a really good time with you. You really plugged it. I'd be happy to come back or bring you all down to my hood. And there's no, oh, there, my local bar has KBB. Marshall, Which yeah. bar is that? Marshall Stack in a bottle. It's really? Not, it's not on tap yet. I've only known three or four bars that have KBB in the city. Oh, I love this place. It's on Lori Cheek's side. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Cheek, thank you, my friend. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs>